Yes. I'm so... <laughs> what are you spraying? <laughs> I'm... Okay, I'm recording this while sitting in the bathroom. I'm sitting on the toilet. The lid is down. Don't, don't worry. I'm not, sitting the, I'm not sitting in the bathroom taking a dump. But no one would know if you were. But no, you're here's the deal. You're not right I'm now. saying I'm not, but you, you have no idea if I am or not. <laughs> okay, I'm sitting in here because Sarah's in here, and I want I'm ambush I'm podcast ambushing you so you can be part of this conversation. She is getting ready for bed right now. But here's the deal: I am so freaking pumped, Toby. I posted a question on social media today. Uh, asking people to leave a comment and share their answer to this and share their experiences. Here is what it, here's the question I posted that I wanted to hear people's answers of. I asked, did you ever work a goofy job in your life that you possibly even hated, but it ended up teaching you a totally random skill that you now use regularly and are grateful for? I would have like a hundred things to say to that. Okay, give me one. And I'll, here, I'll start. While you're thinking of no, an I mean, example... I can speak to it right now because I'm in the throes of it. Okay. There's a lot of things about my job I don't like right now and that frustrate me. Um, but it has made me a much stronger, confident, general person in my job, but also leader among my peers. Yes. It's made me powerful, even though it was shitty. Yes. Oh, man, I love... I, okay, see, I gave the goofiest example of my old... Do you remember when I was working that valet job yeah. in college? One of the jobs I've hated the most that I've done in my life. And I gave the example that because of this job uh, of having to... I remember sitting there and I was I was working it in a Minnesota winter. And we'd have these little... They were almost like toll booths that we'd sit in. And they sometimes some of them had... Uh, there's different locations and some of them had heaters and some of them didn't. So you'd just be freezing and you'd have like four layers on. Just so you wouldn't uh, freeze your butt off. And you'd be sitting there for a half an hour sometimes if it's a dead night. And then all of a sudden someone would come, someone would come by with their ticket and you'd have to run out at a full sprint, half a mile, go pick up their car, swing it around, drop it off, and get like a dollar tip. Would you just sprint while they could see you and then you would walk? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Also, side note, I my, that job is the reason I refuse to have my car valet parked unless it's yeah. the only option. Are we moving to another room? Okay, Sarah's done in the bathroom. We're going to move to the bedroom. Okay, we're, we've, we've now officially relocated to the bedroom. So uh, anyway, all this, it's <laughs> such a tangent. But anyways, what happened next? What are you doing? Uh, what's the point? The, uh, the whole point to this is I am from that job. I'm not even going to be humble about it. I am one of the greatest parallel parkers that I know. You are great. Thank you. I... I open myself. If anybody wants to challenge me into a park yes. off, I'm saying that right now. You say the word, you name the date and the place. I will show up and we will have a park off. I asked everybody, Hey, is I want to hear your guys' story. Reach out to me, share it with me. So here's what some of you said. Uh, actually, do you want to read these? Cause I'm, I'm a horrible reader out loud. I, I suck at reading out loud. So as hold on, I'm actually going to, have Sarah read to you these. This was written by Chris. Oh my gosh, you're talking, you're talking your normal voice. <laughs> I'm getting there. This was submitted by Chris James Mason. Oh, Chris. 
Woo! <laughs> I was a janitor at a big corporation once. I would walk around all day and would cross paths with maybe 100 people a day. Maybe three would say hello to me or even look at me. A few would strike up conversation with me over the summer. I was there, but rarely anything. I suppose the skill I learned within this process is to be better aware of the people around me, especially those that are technically serving me, to wonder what was going on in their life and to believe that a simple hello or acknowledgement can be a game changer for someone. I also learned that the value I bring to something is not always determined by the affirmation that I was given for doing it. We can bring great value to things in life and never, and never be recognized for it. I want to recognize people that bring value and work hard now more than ever because of that job. I also learned how to change toilet paper and trash bags really, really, really fast, which helps me in my latest endeavor of master toilet bowl champion. Way to go, Chris James Mason. Thank you for your submission. Oh my gosh, stop it. No. That's, that's actually awesome. I was funny. Yeah, you were funny. Uh, but that's awesome. To to learn to see the unseen. That's is going possibly, on around us constantly. Oh my gosh, possibly one of the greatest. It's a good takeaway. Yes, I love that. Okay, read another one. Mike um, Byerly. Mike Byerly. Managed a coffee shop for a while in college. I can drop some mean espresso shots, do latte art, and make some good French press or pour overs. The downfall is when you go to a coffee shop and and know you can make a better latte than the person behind the counter. Yes. Massive downfall of doing any service industry job is when you show up to... And Basically you, and you can do anything. It better than anything. You can do it better than them. Another one. Kathy... Kellenberger. I hated an entire career in pharmacy, but the communication skills I learned helped me in my current career. Yeah, I bet you learned a lot in of communication skills as a pharmacist. With a very diverse customer base. Yes. Just thinking about my experiences at Schmallgreens. Yes. Okay, read a couple of uh, um, Instagram ones. So these mm-hmm. these are handles. We'll probably uh, B R D Tish. Uh, he says, sweating smiley face with an okay symbol. <laughs> or is that kind of a, a nipple twister? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Uh. All right. H. Leggett. Leggett says, my first job was at my dad's hardware store. I worked there for years over the summer until I was old enough for a real job. I'm not sure I use my acquired skill set regularly, but I've turned some heads in my life by being able to visually assess, gauge, and thread Oh, visually assess, gauge, and thread on a screw, or spatter off some random insight on paint mixing or choosing key blanks or kudos on the park job. Clearly, valet master would have been a more useful job for me. I'm terrible at parallel parking. Mike Michael Music. Truck driver age 18 to 19. I'm a Zen city driver thanks to that experience. Oh, so good. By the way... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a screenshot. Uh, how do we undo that? Well, it went away. What was her name? Leggett. H. Leggett. Uh, H. Leggett. Sarah accidentally deleted oh, your sorry. comments on Instagram. It was inappropriate. <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> Did you flag it as inappropriate? No, I just deleted it. Okay, then... <laughs> that was an accident. Heads up if you're seeing this right now. Uh, by the way, Mike Michael, I interviewed on the pod- podcast. Brilliant, brilliant dude. He is... I am a massive fan of this guy. Go listen to that episode. It's a longer conversation. Uh, okay, so here's the deal, Hofi. The reason I asked that is because I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated right now uh, with this thought of sto- with the philosophy of stoicism, and this thought of looking at obstacles in our life 
and tough times and shitty jobs and whatever whatever we are in the middle of and not looking at them with rose-colored glasses and thinking, oh, let's be positive all the time, but tactfully, intentionally looking at things and asking ourselves, what is it right now? What is it about my scenario? What is it about this obstacle that I can learn from or pos- or possibly make my make me a better person? I didn't really know that was a component of stoicism that's i think that's the i thought it was even more like not to find the good but just that it is i didn't yes no i don't read i haven't been diving into stoicism the past two weeks oh my gosh yes so it is acknowledging whatever is this is what it is and finding out what is in your control i'm butchering i mean this is i'm completely giving the worst example of this but figure out what's in within your control to act upon and how can we perceive events that most people would look at as negative and see within them the how can we accept first of all accept them and then move on to pass going getting past acceptance into embracing it and seeing how we can turn this on its head and benefit ourselves from this with all of this to me i just think about how often in my life I've been in a situation, a season, if you want to use that kind of language, or a job that I think is worthless and crap. I feel like I'm wasting time or I, where I feel like I'm just waiting for the next thing in life to happen, the real thing I want to happen. It's easy to look backwards and acknowledge the things we've learned. But how can I, in a tough time of my life, when I go through hard things or if I'm in a tough job that I don't appreciate, mm. how can I learn to, in the present moment, acknowledge the benefits I'm getting out of this? It's very difficult. Yeah. I have no I have no answers. Does this sound like I'm giving answers? Because I don't want to give answers. But I want. I'm, I just wanted this thought today was just an encouragement of wherever you're at, hopefully you can find a genuine, a genuine sense of curiosity within yourself to ask yourself, what is it right now that this is teaching me? And what, no matter how hard the season is, no matter how hard this time of my life is, what am I able to take from this? And how is this going to be, how is this going to make me a better person? Does that sound cheap? I don't want this to sound cheap. No. I mean, I think everything you're saying is 100% valid and true. And I would also say, simultaneously, if all you can do today is just Celebrate that you've gotten through today and you're going to get up in the morning. That's okay, too. That's really good. Sometimes you're not in the place to, to do that. And maybe you will be tomorrow. But if you're not today, that's okay. Hell yes. Hell yes. Oh, Just man. That's normalizing what, yes, everyone's feelings. That is why I'm so thankful you're here and why I love doing this with you because I totally, because you said that, I'm totally changing my mind. And my my original goal for this was to say, hey, think about what the positive is with this. But now that you say this, I completely changed my stance <laughs> in my mind, uh, which I, I have permission. You, we all have permission to change our minds. Yeah. Now my new stance is no matter where you're at, no matter how shitty your situation is, the fact that you are Just getting today, through it, even. get through today yeah. and know 
know that someday, I guarantee, no matter how crappy this is, just hold on to the hope and the knowledge that someday you are going to be able to look back on this and I guarantee you will see that this has made you a stronger person and there are going to be takeaways, even though you can't see it right now. Yeah. And you might not see it tomorrow. Nope. But I do guarantee that if you stick through this, that you will be able to look back on it, no matter how shitty it is. That's good. Oh, shit. You're welcome. Hopefully that's so good. I love you. Thank you.